Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our epistle reading for this past Sunday, which was the first Sunday in Advent. We're looking at Romans chapter 13, verses 11 to 14. Yesterday we looked at the beginning mainly of that reading. Today we're looking at the second portion of that reading. But Paul wrote, and do this understanding the present time. The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not even think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. My dear friends in Christ, the prophecies in Scripture do alert us of the end and not only do they tell us that the end is coming, they encourage us to be prepared for the end, to be ready for when the Lord would come. So Paul says to us, so let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Life on this earth is the night that he's talking about here because the darkness of sin is doing all that it possibly can to block out the light of the gospel. But no matter how hard Satan and sin may try to extinguish the gospel and get rid of it, and sometimes it seems like they're doing a pretty good job, but no matter how hard they may try to get rid of the gospel, they can't win. Satan and sin can't win because, as he says here, the day is almost here. Judgment day, always getting closer, when our Lord will return to judge the living and the dead, when he'll take us to our eternal home in heaven. And since that day is always getting near, well, Paul wants us to, the Lord wants us to be prepared, alert and prepared. Proper, prepper, proper preparation for that day would include, as he says here, putting aside the deeds of darkness and putting on the armor of light. And when you think about it, the Christian life really could be compared to that of a regular house cleaning job. When you're cleaning your homes, what you do is you dust and you vacuum or scrub your floors to try to keep them clean. And the fact that you do that work today, that doesn't mean that then you don't ever have to do that work again, right? You have to keep on doing that work. You have to keep on dusting and vacuuming and scrubbing. It's an ongoing process. And it's also an ongoing process for us in our Christian lives to keep on, to continuously look at our lives for sin that might be creeping into, that might have crept into our lives, and then to sweep it out to get rid of it. 
But when we get rid of or work at getting rid of the sin that's in our lives, it's also important for us then to replace it, as Paul says here, with the armor of light. Getting rid of the deeds of darkness, getting rid of sin in our lives, well, that is a good thing. But just getting rid of the sin that's in our lives, ultimately what that kind of does is it creates a vacuum in our lives, a vacuum that needs to be filled. And if the sin is just removed, well, what could end up happening is that that vacuum could draw in, well, the sins that maybe we tried to get rid of, or maybe even sin or wickedness that would be more dangerous than the sin or wickedness that we tried to get rid of in the first place. That's why we need to be filled with the armor of light. That's why Paul told the Colossian Christians, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Then we're putting on the armor of light and sin will have a tough time creeping or forcing its way into us because hopefully there will be little or no room for it to get into. Paul told the Ephesian Christians, therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. Paul then concludes our reading with the further encouragement to put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. He says, let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Paul's saying here, don't even think about gratifying the desires of the sinful nature because our sinful nature never has any good intentions. All our sinful nature wants to do is to try to tear us away from God, to separate us from his grace and mercy, to separate us from our Lord and Savior. That's why we need to be clothed with Christ, why we need to be as close as we can be to our Savior and his word. In Greek mythology, there's the fable, the story of the beautiful sea nymphs who tried to lure sailors to their shores, to their rocky shores by their beauty and then by Getting them there, they'd end up killing those sailors. When Ulysses one time was near their shore, near their islands, he tied himself to the mast of his boat so that when he was tempted to rush toward his ruin, well, he was tied up. He couldn't do anything about it. He was taking that precaution so that they wouldn't be able to get a hold of him. Similarly, when we consider the prophecies of Scripture, the prophecies of Jesus' return, of our Savior's return, we'll want to be prepared as well. We'll want to take precautions so that we aren't led into temptation, so that we aren't led away from 
God to our eternal ruin. So how can we protect ourselves? Well, the fact of the matter is, is that we can't save ourselves. And really, when you get right down to it, we can't protect ourselves from Satan and temptation on our own. We can't do that on our own. We can't stand against Satan and temptation, but by the grace of God through faith, what we can do, because God is at work in us, because God is empowering us, well, we can look to God for all the help and the strength that he wants to give us to be prepared, to be alert, to be ready, to fight against temptations. The prophecies in scripture, they do alert us of the end, that Jesus is coming and that he'll be coming to take us to be with him forever in heaven. So with that encouragement, with that being alert, with those prophecies, may we be believers who are always encouraged by those prophecies in scripture to be prepared for the end by eagerly, regularly, faithfully studying, reading, hearing God's word, and also by working with the Holy Spirit's help to put that word into action in our lives. And then also by doing everything we can to get that message out by our personal witness, by supporting mission work, so that those who don't know Christ may also be alerted and prepared while we and they still have the time. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for the prophecies and reminders in your word that alert us to see that our salvation is nearer now. Help us always to be ready. Move us to keep sharing your prophecies so that more are alerted to know your salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.